it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Time for your raw review. Your raw review for November 22nd, 2021. And uh, I'll admit something. I had more fun watching Raw tonight than I did Survivor Series on Sunday. I was thoroughly sports entertained tonight. Um, some wild stuff happened and, uh, it was so much fun to watch. Um, yeah, I haven't had this much fun watching a raw in, in quite some time and yeah, I'm excited to talk about this show tonight. So I'm going to jump right into it. So <laughs> the whole golden egg thing that started on Sunday was uh, trying to think of the right word for it, but it was, it was something else. Um, the whole who done it, who stole the egg. It just, I don't know. (laughs) A lot of people were, were very confused by it myself at first as well. Um, but, it just proves that Vince McMahon himself is still a genius because he had the entirety of the WWE universe and more talking about a damn egg <laughs> to start off this show. And it's just, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just something else. So, Vince has a meeting with Sonia and Adam Pierce. Says that if we don't find out who took the egg and it's not returned to him, that he's going to fire both of them. <laughs> um, obviously, with the current situation of how things have been going lately. That, that struck a chord with people, as you could probably tell. Um, I thought it was a little hilarious in the, in the aspect of Vince doesn't give a shit. He's just going to continue to be him. So I really honestly can't get upset with that. Um, but after that, we moved on to our first in-ring action of the night. 
It was singles action as Riddle um, with Randy took on uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh, who had Robert Roode by his side. So Randy had made history last night uh, at Survivor Series for competing in the most uh, pay-per-view matches ever. And tonight, if he would have been in a match, would have done the same for Raw. But he was not, so he did not break the record this week. So I'm assuming within the coming weeks, he'll be doing so. But before this match got started, Riddle was literally dressing up in cosplay as Randy Orton. Um, Maybe a variant of 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 Randy, if you want to take it the Marvel way of things, um, and it was absolutely outstanding. Riddle, um, Randy was so so fed up with him; it wasn't even funny, and he just lambastes him before he goes out for his match. Tells him that he wanted him to to be like him in the, in the. In the way of you know thinking like him and whatnot, not literally going out and being him. It was just <laughs> the dynamic between these two is just outstanding. And I thoroughly appreciate what they've put into this tag team and into the championship run that they've had. It's just it's 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 a <laughs> it's thoroughly entertaining. Um, and probably one of the best tag teams that have randomly come together in recent history. Um, so the match goes out. Riddle actually gets the win with an RKO on Dolph. And Randy eats it up. Absolutely hilarious. Um, while, Riddle, while Riddle is celebrating in the ring, uh, Rob Rude decides to try to attack. and. Randy slides in, takes care of him, and does the bro Derek, which is Riddle's move, Riddle's finisher to Robert Roode. And, yeah, you can tell Randy's having a lot of fun. And when Randy's having fun, good things are happening. So, (laughs) now, going back to the egg piece, um... Vince had said to Sonia and Adam Pierce that whoever finds and returns the egg gets a WWE championship match tonight. So we go backstage and we see the majority of the wrestlers in the locker room tearing apart the backstage area looking for this egg. They're they're attacking one another. They're, you know, turning over tables. R-Truth found a football, which he thought was the egg, and tried to go into a locker room and, and got towels and stuff thrown at him and lots of high-pitched squealing, so I'm assuming he ran into a women's locker room. Um, it's outstanding. So after that, Becky Lynch comes out, says her piece about what's going on with, you know, Charlotte, and then does something that I applauded her for. She attacked the crowd at Brooklyn for what they did last night 
during the five on five uh, women's elimination tag match, uh, how they were doing the wave and doing chants, CM Punk, the whole. I loved it. Calling them out because they deserved it. They were they were they were fine for every other match except that one. And they don't deserve that nonsense. So she does that, tries to twist it and turn it, saying that nobody, you know, none of those ten women are, you know, can put a candle to her, et cetera, et cetera. But you know she's gunning for those people. Like she was on fire all night tonight, and I'll get to more stuff later on, but my word was Becky Lynch on fire. <laughs> After that we had women's action as Bianca Bella took on and defeated uh, Tamina once again. Um, Tamina had Natalia by her side uh, because Vince had said that everybody must be at Raw tonight because of the ongoing who done it with the egg. So it's just a, it's just an eggy theme today. <laughs> so Tamina not able to get the job done. Natalia then gets in the ring and attacks Bianca. Bianca is able to get rid of her, but then Dewdrop attacks after the fact, lays out the EST of WWE, and that feud now is going full on. So I'm excited to see what happens here. If Bianca's able to KOD Dewdrop, that's mighty, mighty impressive. So we'll see if we get that far. Or maybe Dewdrop will will actually get a chance to shine here. We'll see what happens. So after that, things get a little weird. We're talking about wild stuff that happened tonight. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get on my soapbox for this in just a moment. But before, before that happens, we had Seth Rollins come out. Uh, he was supposed to have a match with Finn Balor. Um, Seth's jacket tonight, next level. Like, the drip is back. Like, I know for a while it looked like he was just trolling all of us, but he's back. Uh, in, yeah, it's outstanding. Um, but before the match can even get started, he just attacks Finn and levels him, just takes him out, and the match never happens. Drops him with a curb stomp, and then Seth gets out of the ring and starts to walk back towards the ramp. Um, and then absolute madness happens. A random, I don't even want to call him a fan because real wrestling fans don't do this type of shit. A person from the crowd decided that it was a smart idea to run in and attack Seth. Like, literally, Seth was walking up the ramp. I've seen this from, from a bunch of different angles tonight. And, oh, my God. <laughs> so Seth's walking up the ramp. This guy comes around the corner, literally spears Seth, takes him down. We have refs. We have... You know, agents and everybody, the cops, they're all running in. They try to tap, push this guy off, and he ends up getting led away. And Seth, being very professional, not attacking this dude. I don't know if I could have done that, to be 100% honest with you. I'm a, I'm a gentle guy, but, you know, you come at me, <laughs> I'm going to defend myself. But 
this guy gets run off, taken away. And Seth is just, he's fuming. You could tell he wanted to do something, but he restrained himself. He just yelled at the guy and, you know, they let him away. But this is where the soapbox is going to come out for a second. And I apologize, guys, but this this needs to be said. Don't ever jump the railing and touch or attack these wrestlers. These guys put their bodies on the line for entertainment. If you're not entertained, go home. You have no right to enter their space. Just like they don't have they don't have the right to enter ours to attack us. Just don't do it. Don't be an idiot. I hope this guy enjoys his night in jail. I hope he uh he ends up getting banned from Barclay Center and from any WWE event ever. Um it was kind of ironic that he attacked him with a with a Roman Reigns shirt on. I thought that was kind of hilarious. But um, other than that, nonsense. You don't do this type of shit. You don't do it. Just stop. Luckily, Seth was fine, um, and everybody rushed to his aid to get this guy off of him. But get off my soapbox. I'll put it away. After that, fiasco, shenanigan, idiocy, whatever the hell you want to call it. We jumped into tag team action as the Street Profits continued their ongoing feud with AJ Styles and Omos. And the match ended in the DQ, which, you know, WWE is known for. But, you know, I, I think the, set of the, the Street Profits cooled off Omos and AJ. Literally, Angelo Dawkins was carrying a bag down to the ring, and nobody knew what it was for. But it turns out it was a fire extinguisher, and they extinguished both Omos and AJ partway through. Well, you know, towards the end of this matchup, obviously calling it a DQ, but their feud clearly is continuing, which I'm fine with. Um, Omos has looked amazing in these matchups, as well as obviously last night during the Battle Royale. And I'm glad that they're doing him correctly. Like, he's he's a monster, and they're treating him as such, and they're not turning him into a joke um, like they have with others. Um, so I look forward to seeing what happens with those four. After that, we had a battle for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships as Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley defended their titles against Carmella and Queen Zelina Vega. And by God, Carmella and Queen Zelina won the titles. They are the new tag team champions. And I'm happy for Zelina. This is her first ever title with WWE. Uh, Carmella, obviously, she's won the women's championship before but now she has the tag team titles as well so i'm interested to see where they go their team kind of gives me like cool vibes a little bit don't know if people will agree with me on that but just i don't know the way they kind of hold themselves it, it, it gives me like cool vibes so 
we'll see what, what, what they have in store going forward. Um, after that, we finally solved the mystery of who done who done it, who stole the egg. Sami Zayn had figured out who it was, told Sonya and Adam, then told Vince. Vince had him come in. Apparently, it was Austin Theory the whole time. So again, Vince is now working with another Austin. The more things change, the more they stay the same, folks. <laughs> um, Austin said that the reason why he took the egg is that he just wanted to take a selfie with it, but there were too many people around, so he got nervous, so he ended up just taking it with him and went back to his hotel room, showed Vince the selfie, and Vince, instead of getting furious and firing him, he said, I like you. You remind me of a younger me. So you're going to get the WWE Championship match tonight. Sammy, poor Sammy, furious at this point. He's like, I'm the one who's supposed to get it. Vince yells at him, tells him to shut up, and says, hey, nobody likes snitches. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So after that, we had another interesting moment. We had 24-7 championship action as Reggie took on her business member, Cedric Alexander, in which Cedric won the 24-7 championship, only to be taken out by a top rope neckbreaker by Dana Brooke, of all people. Dana then pins Cedric and wins the title. And at this point, there's about 15 to 20 male superstars that run that were running into the ring to attack Cedric. And the moment she, the moment Dana pins him, they don't know what to do. <laughs> they obviously don't want to attack her. So they just kind of let her win and celebrate. Um, it was rather gentlemanly of them for not doing, you know, not attacking them. So I look forward to seeing what happens with Dana. Uh, this is also her first ever WWE championship. So we had some first timers tonight for belts. So I, I do, I do like that. Um, but I'm interested to see what'll happen throughout the week if there's going to be vignettes, you know, on on TV or um, online, and see if she holds the title for the week. Should be interesting. Uh, congratulations to Dana Brooke. We then had a two-on-one handicap match as Bobby Lashley took on and defeated both Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Um, a very hard-hitting matchup, obviously, uh, with Bobby Lashley putting on the hurt lock on Dominic and getting the submission victory. Um, I know uh, my buddy Sam over at Know the Ropes loved that so very much. <laughs> um, after that, we moved on to our United States Open Challenge as Damian Priest came out, and it looked like Apollo was going to answer this, but he instead decides to decline, and Sami Zayn then comes in and accepts the challenge instead. Now, before this match got started, they were in the back and they were interviewing Liv Morgan talking to Liv about how she's next in line and 
what she's looking forward to, you know, getting that title shot versus Becky. And then Becky steps in the into the frame and just murders Liv. Like, with a promo, like, attacking her for everything she's not been able to do. She even referenced the squad uh, without actually mentioning names. Um, and you could tell when she said that Liv immediately started to get emotional and not just angry. Like it looked like she was about to cry and Becky caught up on that and just started attacking her. Oh, you're going to cry. Oh, my soul. Oh, oh, teary, teary, teary Livy. Oh, and, and Liv just snapped and just straight up knocked Becky's block off and then just stormed away. And I'm just like, good for you, Liv. <laughs> No shit for nobody, <laughs> even if it's the champ. So that feud is going to be fun. Um, whether Liv goes over it all or not, I don't know. I kind of hope so. I think that would be fantastic to have Liv as the Raw Women's Championship. E- uh, champion, even if it's for you know a couple of weeks or even a day, I think it would be fantastic. Even a night, whatever. We'll see. But I am looking forward to that feud going forward. Um, as for the U.S. title open challenge, Sammy was actually uh, in control of this match for quite a long time until he decided that it was a smart idea to slap Damian Priest across the face. And, well, that brought out the Damian side of things. And that match quickly ended soon thereafter. So Damian Priest retains his championship, and Samuel, it's back to the drawing board. Your main event, though, of the evening for the WWE Championship was Big E defending his title against Austin Theory. But before that, we had not one but two interruptions before the match got started. Seth Rollins comes back out. And this man, <laughs> I swear to God, he comes out and he's obviously completely changed as he normally does when he makes multiple appearances for the shows. He comes out, stops at the top of the ramp, takes his hand and kind of looks both ways as if he's looking for people who are going to attack him. And I lost it. I was literally dying on my couch. I didn't think I could be more of a fan of Seth Rollins. And then he does shit like that. It's just, I know it's small and it's kind of petty, but it's hilarious. And I just, I didn't expect it. It was just outstanding. So then after that, Kevin Owens comes out and things get a little interesting. So as Biggie and Austin Theory are fighting in the ring. Uh, on the outside, Seth trying to get involved, trying to distract Big E so Austin Theory can probably take the title. So then it's easier for Seth to take it after that. KO then gets involved and throws Seth in the ring. Ref stops, you know, and, and gets Seth out. Seth obviously upset that this happened, goes and sets verbal arguments with KO. And then there's they're just sitting there arguing and yelling at one another. In theory, is instead of paying attention to his challenger or his his opponent, 
turns around and watches KO and, and Seth argue for a good 20, 30 seconds. By the time he realizes, oh, yeah, I'm in a wrestling match for the WWE Championship, he turns around and is met by Big E. Big E drops the big ending and retains his title. So then after that, Seth and KO continuing to argue, start getting into a bit of a shoving match, and then Big E comes around the bend, knocks them down, starts fighting with both of them, throws Seth in the ring. Seth then gets dropped with a big ending, and that's how the show ends. Big E standing tall, Seth like at the very beginning of the ramp, and KO all the way at the top of the ramp, and they're all jawjacking with one another. Like I said, fantastic, personally for me, fantastic episode of Raw tonight. I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. There were no dull moments for me. I know obviously people are going to disagree. I put a poll out there once again, like I always tried to do, um, asking about how people felt about Raw. And right now the majority gives it a B. And I will agree with that. Um, I would probably put it as a high B tonight, at least for me, an entertainment value, um, because this is world wrestling entertainment. I was sports entertained, so I liked the show. Like I said, this is probably one of the better Raws that I've watched uh, in a very long time, and I'm, I'm, uh, I like that. I want that momentum to continue. Obviously, I don't want the crazy shit that happened with that fan tonight. Okay, call him a fan. With that, with that person that attacked Seth, I don't want shit like that to happen. But it definitely spiced up the show. Um, so I'm hoping that this is the beginning of something for Raw. I know I've said that before, and I'll knock on wood, but you never know. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you all as always. Um, like I said, good show tonight. I thought, anyways. Uh, we now turn uh, our attention to NXT, and we see what the uh, the new colorful brand has uh, in store for us on Tuesday. Uh, it's also obviously Thanksgiving week, so uh, for those of you who might not listen to our podcasts at the end of the week, totally understandable. Obviously, your family's probably going to be around, and if you're not celebrating with family and celebrating with friends, then that's... That's equally as outstanding. I hope everybody has a safe holiday. I hope that you're able to stuff your faces with all your favorite foods, take your naps, watch football if you're a football fan, and just just have a good time. Uh, I know the holidays can be stressful for a lot of people, um, and we all try to navigate through it and lean on your people. You know, your people are there for you and they will, they will, they'll help you if you're, you know, if you're, you're in trouble. So I love all you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. Uh, if, you, if you're listening to one and we're not a part of it, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. The way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and uh, add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Make sure you go on our Twitter and vote on our poll. Let us know what you thought of Raw if you watched the show tonight. And most importantly, if we're uh, if you're out in the interwebs and you notice that we're not 
somewhere that you frequently go to. Let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. Same thing. We want to spread the word of Bedlam. We want everybody to read from the book of Bedlam and enjoy it. Learn from it. Pray to it. We want the book of Bedlam and Above the Ring to take over this world of wrestling. We love you guys. Like I said, hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. And most importantly, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.